Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. This is the Sacred Keys of Tessa Locke. This is our energy story for our Freaky Fridays video for the new moon in Cancer and the 777 gate. This is Apothecary of the Heart, key number one, with Spirit Totem, the Hind. The sacred fire burned brightly around her, and the white hind stood poised and ready to hunt. The white witch, also known as Cassandra, left her piece of flint rock and brought out her medicine pouch. She had something inside she needed to get out so it could soak in the rays of the setting sun. Cassandra was certain that whatever it was she needed to know was right and necessary for the next leg of her journey. She pulled out the small blue ball and allowed it to rest gently in her palm. So much power lie there. But could she trust the messages that would come forth? She had to remind herself that she held in her palm a sacred key and not some blue ball. It was beneficial to think of things in the highest vibrational state. She was, after all, on a sacred journey, and so the three keys, although only menial objects to the naked eye, were sacred texts and codes to the master eyes. She squinted hard, but still couldn't make out the markings she was told were there on the side of the ball. She was supposed to trust that they were there. Oh, that again, she winced. It had been a rough couple of nights at the campsite. She was alone and certain that she was perfectly safe. The darkness here was only inside her. She placed the ball in a small altar space of pine and fir needles and turned her attention to the white hind. Why was it there? She had given in and given up on the dream of having a relationship with someone. She was going it alone, as her guides had suggested. But why then did she feel that beyond the hind, the buck looked on? She didn't know and couldn't know and wouldn't know the secret until the third key had been unlocked. For now, she was asked to wait, hold space for her own healing and to trust. The forest bristled with anticipation, and Cassandra waved her wand to entice the fire to burn brighter. It was going to be a cold night, and the spirits of the forest were going to be sending her messages tonight. She had to be alert and even-minded. She couldn't recall what she was watching for, but her guide, the White Hind, promised to lead her to exactly what she needed to know. Trust, sister trust, brother, that your message will come, and that the key to the apothecary of the heart will be unlocked. Be sure to jot down any messages that particularly stand out, resonate, or repeat over the next 48 hours. Keep them in a special place, as we'll come back to them again for the remaining keys.
Hello friends, hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the podcast, our Freaky Fridays, where we flip the script and do a video for the podcast. I want to welcome all my new and returning listeners and watchers to today's show. It's quite interesting. It looks like we are, based on the story, so we would have started with the channel story, it looks like we are continuing with this theme of the three keys or the three sacred objects that we found for our scavenger hunt. So we had a scavenger hunt a few, Jiminy Crickets, when was it? A few weeks, two or three weeks ago maybe? And it looks like Spirit is asking us to continue. So I want to share more about that. But let's get us all in sacred space, get us all set up. Um, so as always, you choose how you want to listen at the podcast. If you're new here, you may just want to sit back and relax and see what's happening, how you vibe with our podcast community. You can choose to take your listening experience an octave higher as I wrap us all in love light and light love, inviting in the spirit guides, wisdom keepers, angels, Anamkara, soul friends, spirit animals and totems who want to join us in this now, around this sacred circle bringing in additional messages of love and light as it pertains to our journey in this now moment. This is a timeless journey. Whenever you find this is perfectly in right timing for you. You can choose to take your listening experience an octave higher. Invite in your own guides, angels, deities, wisdom keepers, whoever you would like to join you who might help you bring in additional messages of relevance for your journey in this now. I never know where the camera's at. <laughs> I think it's over here. I think I'm supposed to be kind of looking at you over here. If it seems like I'm looking over there. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know which way to look. Anyway, whatever. I'm looking at you. I think I'm looking at, looking at you. All right. So based on the story at the beginning of the video, this podcast episode, this little journey that we're on in this moment has to do with three sacred keys. So we found three objects. And if you haven't done this part, you can do this. You can do the scavenger hunt now and come back to this and I'll link the video or the podcast episode where the scavenger hunt um, instructions are. Um, but we found three objects over the course of three days as part of the scavenger hunt. And this was weeks ago. I don't even know. It was started with the Sisters for the Sword episode and a Divine Masculine SOS. And the Divine Masculine, either within or your own Divine Masculine, received a light language um, activation for a treasure map. So we've been following this and my three objects were this blue ball, which signified something about the Pleiadians, um, some little connector thing which had to do with divine counterparts and a Lego little beekeeper guy. Um, 
he was like a little beekeeper figure. So, I'm lighting our candle before I forget. This is whiskey and oak crackling wood wick. Before I get all hyper about our topic, I just want to get us in the get us in the mood. So I want to set the intentions with this candle, and you can look at the little flame yourself. And set intentions to receive what you most need to know in this now regarding these three sacred keys and their activations. So the guides that are here to support us are Archangel Metatron, for me anyway, for us, the collective, you may have your own, Archangel Metatron, Archangel Haniel, that's it, my two, Archangel Metatron, Archangel Haniel, for now. I'm also working in a special boot camp with deer, deer medicine, deer, deer totem. So I have all sorts of deer findings that I found. There's so many deer around here. Okay, deer jawbone. These are things I just found like on my morning walks. And then a larger, horn, stag horn, buck horn. I'm working with deer around the topics of strength and vulnerability kind of combined. So I thought, so, okay, where do these three sacred keys come from? So I just want to shed some additional light that I received yesterday. Um, these three objects are here. We activated our objects. The other thing we did is we found that we found them in the scavenger hunt. And then at the solstice, we did a blessing and an activation for them. And everybody was just kind of asked to, you know, gather them together. We blessed them. We called in whatever medicine was part of those objects for us. And then I just kind of like sat there and a few, like a week ago, the blue ball got activated within um, the podcast family, within the podcast collective. And it showed up in the upcoming, the bringers of the light story that we're working it with right now, Root Beer Float. And it showed up as the Pleiadians leading Dakar to Albi Chalmers, which if you're bringers of the light fan, Albi Chalmers came, came up in Argyle Inn which I think on the podcast here is listed as turkey pot pie. I'm gonna have to, I keep saying I need to sync those up, but there's like a whole list of other things I need to do. But I think on the podcast is turkey pot pie, but in ebook format, it's the Argyle Inn, which you can read for free. Um, all the links to all the stuff I talk about here is in the show notes or the description of the video. But the blue ball came out and got activated. So I was like, what is going on with these three objects? I still don't truly really understand. And then I saw, every time I see um, Tracy, um, Aloha, pink, gosh darn it, a pink Bella, Aloha therapy. Every time I see her, she gives me additional activate. Every time I see her, I get an activation. But she provided some additional information in her video that she did on the 777. She's done a couple of them, but I think it was, I don't know, 
one of them on YouTube. And she said that the there are three gates coming up, bef like right now. So one of them is this um, seven 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 portals. So July seventh that we just passed through. Please, I'm getting keep me on track. Make sure I get them right. Seven seven. With this new moon in Cancer that's coming up tomorrow, and it doesn't matter if you're watching this later, you can still take advantage of this. This is just the energies that we're working in. It's still gonna pertain to you whenever you see it. But um, it was this seven seven that we're in right now as I'm recording this. So that was activation or sacred key number one, which for me is the little blue ball. So you may have your three objects and you may have had an inkling of like, this one's calling to me first. Then um, Tracy said the next key activation would be a very powerful time coming. I think it shows um, it, like the third week of July. So it kind of starts around July 22nd, 23rd. There's a full moon. I think it's in Aquarius. I should have my calendar book here, but I don't. Full moon. And there's July 22nd, which I don't know. I kind of, I told you to kind of like put the twin land, I want to say it, divine counterpart thing on the back burner for a little bit, but apparently July 22nd is something having to do with, um, it's a big divine counterpart twin flame activation having to do with the um, Lionsgate. And Lionsgate for me always has been for quite a while now a um, sacred merging of the divine feminine and the divine masculine, either within or with a divine counterpart. So it's July 22nd has to do with part of that. And then also, if you follow, um, there is what's called a galactic calendar. I don't know who creates it now. <laughs> I should look it up and put it somewhere. Many of you are familiar with it. Um, if you follow that, then July 25th, oh, it's the Mayan, kind of a, it has to do with kind of a Mayan um, timekeeping. But July 25th is considered like a, um, the, it's like a zero reset day and it's called like the time without time or whatever and then july 26th is considered the start of the new um planetary year or galactic i, I feel it's more galactic ish feeling galactic new year on july 26th and there is an actual calendar i love this calendar i don't know why for the life of me i can't remember what the name of it if you do just comment below so i can remember it because i want to get a copy of it I want to get one for this coming year, but that galactic calendar um, has to do with the Mayan timekeeping, which which said July-ish, 25th, 26th, was the start of a new um, a new year, a new energy year. That's a really cool calendar. I used to have that. So that's the second key activation, all right? And I don't know which one of my keys is going to... I have a feeling it's the twin flame connector thing that I found is going to get activated at that time. And then the third key activation, so your third object that you found, um, which is just an object, but remember in the story, it was like, well, it's just a blue ball, but it's significant of something much deeper with your master eyes and from an energetic perspective. And so the third object gets its activation and unlocking, I guess, at um, Lionsgate on 8-8. So we're working up to that now. We are at this time period. Um, the first key is getting unlocked. 
And just by the way of you listening to the energy story at the beginning of this podcast episode, your first key will unlock. So it's, it's not, I should have to, I don't, I don't think I have to explain this to you guys because any of you watching this, you're, you're able to like go in deep with me and kind of like get what I'm talking about. And if you don't, then it's like the object is just the object, but it's an energetic sig significator of something else that's happening. Um, an alchemical process within you, but also things that are affecting your um, now reality, new earth awakening experience and ascension journey path, um, starseed awakening. And if you are or identify with being on a, there I go, I'm gonna say it, twin flame journey, um, then it has some um, potential to awaken um, divine counterparts. I'm still not ready to talk completely about what I've learned about Twin Flame stuff yet. Um, I have a big update about the understanding behind a Twin Flame, but again, I've asked not to talk about it until after Lionsgate. So I'm holding on to that and I'm trying not to dive too deep into it. Although our energy story was quite surprising to me, um, it was quite surprising to me. I'm just going to leave it at that for now. <laughs> it's been a very, there's been a lot of purging in the couple of weeks leading up to this podcast video. And you guys may have had that too, because we're, we're trying, there's the energies that are supporting the lion's gate and supporting you rising even higher in your consciousness have been doing their best to help you purge some really deep-seated stuff. And um, so there's been a lot of weird purging. And I think with this um, conjunction, with this, she could have couldn't get, I wish I could just say it without having to say so many words. But there was um, Mars and Venus kind of following each other right now in terms of their astrological alignment, which Mars is significant of the divine masculine, Venus of the divine feminine. And so there's a lot going on in the planetary alignments too that have to do with divine counterparts. Or again, if you're on a solo journey, then it would have to do with the divine feminine and divine masculine within. So I want to, in addition to the energy story, I just want to draw a couple of cards because the guides were calling this key one activation, apothecary of the heart. And apothecary to me is like a sacred medicine chest of tools that you can use to help something. So an apothecary of the heart to me would be like a sacred medicine chest of tools to help you with your heart space and it could be plant medicine it could be animal like animal totem medicine which in this case i think for me right now it's deer medicine but there's other things that could be coming up and it's it's more they're saying also to like an understanding of being in the heart right now and what that means um a lot of purging going on. So Tracy um, also, Pink Bella also said there was a lot of purging going on right now having to do with abandonment 
for any of you that had a Yeshua Mary Magdalene um, incarnation or timeline running or anyone that had an Atlantean timeline running or anyone that had a Lemurian timeline running. And so over the past couple of weeks, you could have been purging something that had to do with one, two, or all three of those timelines. I hope it wasn't all three because I had a purging of just one and it was very, again, they're saying very cathartic, having to go back to the skin. Um, I was talking about my skin, but it was very cathartic. Um, and I was doing a lot of purging around the Yeshua Mary Magdalene timeline, which I did spend quite a bit of time with Yeshua, not so much Mother Mary, not, but yes, Mother Mary, stop. Yeshua and Mother Mary, not so much Mary Magdalene. I did not really um, have that, that syncing up with her in that lifetime. Um, mine was more service with Yeshua and Mother Mary after Yeshua's passing but regardless of all that because everybody's got their own thing going on with their timelines um, there was some very deep purging going on so if you felt that then you're just starting to come if you're listening to this then you're just starting to come out of that now and just starting to be like holy crap you know can I recovered from all that and opened up like this whole um, new space within your energetic and your sacred heart. So I just want to draw a few cards to see if there are any other messages that the guides here that Archangel Metatron, Archangel Haniel, or your guides would like to bring forward. Um, I'm using three decks for this. Um, the first one is my homemade um, Labyrinth of Dragonshire deck. The next one is my own deck, um, Happy Cloud. And then the third one is a new deck I just bought. I love this, it's beautiful. Um, Magic and Light by Sue Lyon. She's a beautiful artist. With, this is from her Etsy shop. And we're gonna use those. Update on my decks. Ever, ever since I created Shaman's Drum deck, it told me that it was going to be for August. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, August. And we talked about on Sunday, the dang decks being like lost in this limbo of going back and forth and back and forth. So the divine masculine deck, to me, Shaman's Drum is a divine masculine deck. Twin Hearts, which is the other deck I've created that was supposed to come out this month, was is my divine feminine deck. And they're like lost in the mail together, going back and forth when I ordered my copies. So I went to the post office yesterday and they said, oh, which I already knew, I already told the printer, like you guys made the shipping label incorrectly. And so the mail guy came out and he said, yeah, the shipping label's wrong because it didn't have my apartment and my apartment number on it. And I was like, okay, people. So I went back, it was like this back and forth. So I went back to the printer yesterday and I said, okay, you guys really did, even though I said it several times, um, really did make the label incorrectly. I gave them a picture of something the post person gave me to show that it was wrong and everything. And so I'm like, what are you gonna do about my cards? And they're like, oh, well, thanks for being so patient with us. I was like, oh my gosh, my deck is like two weeks late. And so they said they're going to reprint the decks and send them out to me, but it's gonna be another like two weeks or something before I get these decks. So that's fine, justice has been served there. They're gonna send me my decks and I don't have to do anything more about that. And then in the meantime, I am experimenting with a new printer. 
Um, one that I think will be a little bit better because I've had some of you come to me with um, problems with trying to order decks off this website. Um, and so I'm just researching another place right now that has a little bit, I think, better options and we'll see what the quality is like. So anyway, total digression, but I like to also kind of chat about the current events that are happening right now. So let's see what Spirit wants to bring in about this Apothecary of the Heart. I'm gonna do a Happy Cloud card. We're gonna create a little story for us here. <laughs> all right, and then I'm gonna draw. I, just, I like to just draw them all at once and lay them out and see what they say as a asking for, I didn't get three cards, but okay. And then from this deck, which is so beautiful, love the artwork, the Sioux Lion deck. The only thing I would say is the cards are a little tiny bit thin, but the artwork is so amazingly beautiful and vibrant. All right, give me a card from this one. It's they're kind of hard to shuffle because I don't want to bend them, but they bend if you like squeeze the ends. All right, come on. This one is what you want, okay. So they want me to start with this one. I can't even read it. Oh, ooh. There's so much going on in this picture. It's called Seeing Deeper. There's like acorns and obviously fairies and so many freaking flowers that are amazingly beautiful and a little house. Like she did all this art. This is all her own artwork. And on the back is like the meanings. So this one is, <laughs> what have we been talking about, you guys? I have not, oh, sorry, look at something. I have not, um, I did, have not read these cards. I, I, I have not looked through all of them and read them all because I like to be surprised a little bit. I've only drawn off this deck one other time. But we did say when we read Root Beer Float on Sunday that magic and mischief was alive and around us and in Rockaway Point and all of that having to do with the Bringers of the Light. And I see the Bringers of the Light as a story about Abigail and Dakar, but I also see the Bringers of the Light as all of us as a light warrior, light alchemist collective or podcast family. Um, so when a, a channeled book of mine says something, a channeled chapter says magic and mischief abounds, I don't just read that as it's happening in that chapter of the channel story. I read that as that's what's happening around us right now. So it's very, very, um, fun that this says magic abounds. Did you see that? Or have you passed by the magic of our world? Magic abounds everywhere we look and step. Its power is in the surprise and delight of seeing those things that are clever shapeshifters, tiny creatures that are camouflaged and moments that have a quiet hum. Once we slow our pace of life and believe there is another part of the world yet to be discovered, we enter into the fairyland full of laughter and fairy dust and magical delight. Hey, that's where I like to live all the time. <laughs> now is the time to listen and watch for what's not on the surface and believe that seeing deeper brings us closer to creation. And then she always puts like, there's some little tiny writing here and it says, notice a fairy, an elf, and a couple of butterflies. So there is a fairy 
boy or masculine energy, there is a fair, uh, or wait, hold on. The, I don't know who's who here. <laughs> there's an elf girl maybe, and there's dragonflies or butterflies, I'm sorry, butterflies and three acorns. So there's two butterflies, three acorns, Oh, you guys. All right, so butterflies are significant of transformation, right? We are, every time we see butterflies, it's always, every single car draws like, butterflies significant of transformation because of the old, own, the transformation that they go through in the chrysalis. And we have a butterfly for the girl and we have a butterfly for the boy. All right, so there's some transformation going on with the divine masculine and the divine feminine right now, whether it be within or if you're working on or towards or with a divine counterpart, then this is a very transformative time. And they're saying now is the time to listen and watch for what's not on the surface and believe that seeing deeper brings us closer to creation. Magic abounds everywhere we look and step. I think this just goes back to, to using your master eyes like I talked about with the, um, the three sacred objects. Like the blue ball, for me anyway, I don't know what your first object is, but the blue ball is not just a blue ball, just like it said in the story, it's something else. And you have to see it with your master eyes. You have to see it with your sacred vision um, to know what it truly signifies. So the next card we got from Happy Cloud, of course, is flow. You are receiving divine downloads. So this is, um, obviously it did say in our story that over the next 48 hours from when you hear this or watch this or whatever, that you would start to get messages from the spirits of the story or this, or your guides or whoever you resonate with. So if you want, if you don't have any guides that you're working with, you want to tap into the White Hind, which is a very Druid, um, Celtic uh, totem, which I'm very into like Celtic shamanism. I am a, a, a Druid with the Order of Bards and Rates and Druids. Um, and the White Hind is very, that feeling. Whenever I think of like that, it's, it is very Avalon-ish or very, um, you know, uh, Ireland and Scotland and the UK or that kind of that feel to me with the white hind. So you could use the white hind if you don't have your own spirit guide that we're working with, but you're going to be getting divine downloads from somewhere, one of your guides. The next two cards, I wanted three, but two came out. Oh, you guys, you know, I don't like these. You know, I don't like, <laughs> you know, I don't like this bottom card. Okay. So the first card is a T. So these are all, this is my homemade deck and these are all letters in the words Labyrinth of Dragonshire. So you can either look at this maybe as two, sometimes I try to form words, or OT, like over time. Um, everything is upgrading within and around you. Get ready is the T. And we know that's so because, uh, well, all this other stuff that we're talking about today is, is really talking about upgrading our energetic selves and when we upgrade energetically then we upgrade physically like it starts to reflect in the physical world and then my favorite third quarter moon you're almost to the end 
Um, it is a card number three. And so I think it does have to signify with this alchemical transformation we're going through, this whole Lionsgate process and these three sacred, what's with the quote signs today? Three sacred objects. Um, it all has to do with coming home. They're showing me this picture I have. Coming home in the heart, coming home to the heart, coming home through the heart with the heart as some sort of portal to things that aren't yet known, they're saying. Because this purging that we just did opened up this whole big space in our heart, at least mine did. It like cleared out a bunch of old, really old stuff from really old past timelines. And now we're being asked to you know, see deeper, pay attention to the signs that are coming up. So really these cards are just a, what is the word? Like just confirmation of the story that was already told at the beginning of the show. And we're just asked to have fun. And I don't know why I want it. They keep showing me this picture, so I'm going to pick it up. I just love this so much. I don't know who painted it. I got it at a little like thrift store. It's just super cute to me. It's so green. It's a little kind of crooked there. Um, coming home. It just has to do like when I bought this, um, it was like I kept hearing like home is where the heart is. Um, it, obviously, that's a very well cliched term, but it had to do with like coming home in your heart and feeling that wherever you are you're at home even if you're not exactly where you want to be right now or you think you should be or where um it's not necessarily what you're dreaming of it's all part of the journey it's all part of the treasure map um, it's all part of the process um, and sometimes I do ask, sometimes I do ask like, oh, <laughs> it's a never ending process. What's this You're almost to the end? Like we're going to be upgrading until we transition. So, you know, what is it we're working towards? Sometimes I, I do get a little like, okay, is this just too existential? Um, are there specific things? that we individually are working towards, um, you're almost to the end. It's like the end of what? Let me pull another card. Let me put this little picture back because this is an ongoing thing. So give me some light at the end of the tunnel or do I just sit back and just take each day as it comes. I mean, come on people, we have to have something to look forward to, right? I, and there has been quite, I do have to say, um, to Source and, and all of the guys that support me, there have been some amazing, beautiful, magical things happening in the now. So once I did decide like, okay, other stuff that's out there somewhere in my vortex, you know, I'm just gonna let you simmer on the back burner for a while. I didn't, I haven't like thrown it out, but I'm just letting other things simmer. Once I got really present, there have been some amazing magical um, things that have happened by way of me being open to that happening. So let me just, 
I'm gonna draw another card about this. Um, you're almost to the end and see if there's anything else they want to say there. Huh. Love it. So you're almost to the end. So we got two purple cards. Um, it's very, um, violet flame and very like lavender ray, violet ray, lavender ray. Um, when I see this, I think of, um, like Saint Germain. And when I see this color, um, Quan Yin is always around. But this one, so this one feels more masculine. It's interesting, I got two again. Um, treat yourself. And care is tell someone you love them. This is like the feminine card. So usually when I get this one, it's a self-care card versus like a, hey, so-and-so, I love you card. But it's interesting that two came out together and there's one that's more significant to me of the divine masculine and one that's more significant of the divine feminine. And so I guess if there is a message for the masculine, it's like kind of whatever, <laughs> just treat yourself right now. Usually this one is like, go out and get a treat because you've been working so hard. Um, go eat that ice cream cone or I don't know what the heck, you know, you consider to be a treat. What does that have to do with this? Um, <laughs> it, it does sound like it's just a journey. And if you get so stuck on the outcome, then um, it's so interesting. There's so many threes here. It's third quarter moon and it's card number three. Um, but when we get so stuck on the outcome that we kind of, um, again, need to be more here in the now. So they're saying rather than get stuck here, which I'm like, hey, I like that. You know, that's the winner's flag in the, uh, in the what is it? in like NASCAR races, and I love car races, like NASCAR races and NHRA drag racing, which I used to love to watch all the time. It's like, that's the winner's flag, but it's like, you're not quite there yet. You still got more to go. And on the divine feminine side, it looks like more self-care is needed. And you know, if you, and since we're divine feminine and divine masculine within, they're like, sit back, relax, enjoy the ride, treat yourself for all the hard work you've done. And you know, Tell yourself and those around you that you love them. Start with yourself with some self-love, self-care. Um, and then as you feel your cup is filled, then you're more able to um, share that outwardly with others. Anything else? All right. So I guess we will see what's going on with this first key activation over the next 48 hours. You're going to get some cool downloads or messages either in dream time or they'll just show themselves to you. You're going to know they're for you. But like I said, get a little notebook. Maybe, maybe I said this once before and devote it to this three keys thing on this treasure map thing because it seems to be getting a little bit more in depth um, than we thought when we first started. When I first started the scavenger hunt two or three weeks ago, I was like, I didn't know it would be leading us here. But here we are, and here we'll be. And it sounds like the next time we will discuss this topic for the second key will be around the full moon 
um, planetary New Year thing coming up here on around the July 21st, 22nd is when we'll do that next video. And the next time you'll see me here on the podcast is for Root Beer Float Part 2 this coming Sunday. We'll see just what's going on with Aldi, Dakar, and what is happening at the airport with Rainy Court and Abigail. So I want to thank you all so much for listening and watching me on this podcast episode. And we will see you all again soon. Take care. This episode has been brought to you by the Thunder Rose Ranch and Forest, a sacred place where the beings of light surrounding its etheric location are here to teach love to all humanity. We want to thank you so much for joining us. Take care.